Hi, everybody. This is Holly Blackstone. Thank you for tuning in to my inaugural podcast. I hope you enjoy it. I hope to make these semi-regularly, at least. Um, And uh, so stay tuned. So uh, my first podcast probably should start at the beginning of how I became an author. Uh, That started actually a long time ago. I was, I don't know, seven, eight, or um, somewhere around there. And I began a dystopian novel that I never finished. But uh, in this case, I started writing, boy, seven, eight years ago in earnest. And it all happened because of a trip. So I had a relative that needed their home fixed up. They were older, they were going to move, and they wanted to use it as a rental. And they needed somebody to go there and organize contractors. And I happened to be between contracts at the time uh, for what I was doing. And so I I basically relocated for two and a half weeks or so. And my SO, who if you guys follow my blog at all, I refer to as Mr. Man. So Mr. Man and I have been together for quite a while. And we haven't spent a lot of time together, uh, apart rather. Uh, We spent most of our time together. And so here I was going to be relocating for two and a half weeks. And uh, I didn't have any television. The, the house wasn't set up for cable or anything like that. So I brought my computer with me so I could stream things and play games and also talk to Mr. Man. So I drove to Utah, <laughs> which is a lovely drive, to be honest, through beautiful Idaho and Utah. And Orem. Eastern Oregon is just stunning. And I got to, or, uh, to this small, sleepy town in Utah, and there wasn't much to do there, to be honest. After about 6 o'clock, the town shut down, and there wasn't uh, anything really to occupy me. So I would Skype call uh, Mr. Man, talk to him, play some games or whatever. But I also started reading a lot. And that was around the time that some unnamed book that has now been made into a movie became really popular. And I thought, well, I'll download it. And it also had some BDSM elements in it. And one of my exes actually introduced me to the scene there. So I had a little bit of experience with that. And I was curious what this was. I've read the Sleeping Beauty uh, stories, which are really interesting. Uh, But uh, I had not done, uh, I had not read that genre much beyond that. So I read it. And I was... I was I was horribly disappointed to be honest. I thought the writing was sophomoric. Uh, maybe that's a whole nother podcast. But anyway, I was really disappointed. And so at the end of the day, the contractors leave. It's five o'clock, sleepy town. Maybe I can go and get something to eat. But I don't really have anything to do except for stream stuff and play games and talk to Mr. Man. And I thought to myself, you know, I I used to write way back when. I wrote poetry. I wrote. Uh, I had outlines of stories. I I had tried writing a story several years prior to that. Uh, I had the kernel of an idea for it, and uh, some of that I used and transported into the Void Chronicles, but again, that's a separate podcast probably. And so I decided, well, maybe I should sit down and write a novel. So I wrote the uh, story, the, the novel, full-length novel, An Accidental Affair, in a little over two weeks. It's over 70,000 words, which if you've ever tried your hand at writing is no mean feat. It's rather difficult to do that. Uh, but I had all this time. I would I would, I would, would talk to Mr. Mann, and he was playing Kerbal Space Program, and, and uh, we'd chat, and I'd say, good night, sweetie. And then I would just start writing. And 
again, another podcast in the making, maybe, about how I came up with that idea. But I really wanted the story of Liliana and Stuart to be something about a self-discovery, drawing a bit on my insecurities as a child and everything that had happened to me. I mean, my father died at a young age, uh, and uh, I had sort of a, a difficult time of it after that. Uh, didn't really get along with my mom. And I, I wanted to talk about it. I, I wanted this journey to be about how this woman discovers herself and how love can be a freeing thing, but you need to keep a sense of personal respect and you know your own self-worth and to not compromise that because I think a lot of people make that exchange, particularly in relationships, maybe in jobs to a lesser degree. You uh, say to yourself, well, you know, I this is the best I can do uh, or I'm not really worth much or uh, this person's too good for me. And I think a lot of us have had that inner monologue. And so... Uh, for Liliana, I, I try to present some of that, and that's her like inner voice that you often see if you've read that series, you see in italics, especially in the beginning of the novel. So I wrote that, as I said, in a little over two weeks. Uh, I finished the time that I was there. It wasn't my first trip to Utah. It wasn't, well, rather, it wasn't my first trip to Utah, nor was it my last. But anyway, I came home. I was home for a few days. I think it was a Saturday. Mr. Mann and I were driving to one of our favorite restaurants for lunch, and I blurted it out. I said, I wrote a book. And he said, what is it about? And I said, well, it's romance kind of erotica. And he said, that is great. I'm so excited. I'm so proud of you. And he was completely supportive. And that has meant so much to me and has made a huge, huge difference. So I, I told him, and he said, well, you can publish it. And I didn't know anything about the independent publishing world. And I I thought, who'd want to read this? It was it felt sort of like maybe a vanity project. After you're done, you're thinking, wow, did I, is it decent? Could I sell it? Why would anybody be, be interested in this? Am I just going to be stroking my ego? Um, but I did research, and I settled on uh, using Lulu Press. Uh, I also bought some uh, of my own ISBNs. And I thought, well, this is crazy. You know, am I ever going to really use these ISBNs? What am I thinking? Why would anybody read this? Nobody knows me. I don't want to spend money on it. This seems just ridiculous. And so I made a cheesy cover. And I, as I said, I did spend a little money buying ISBNs. And I published it. Uh, so the stress of publishing for the first time, and it's abated somewhat as I've gotten accustomed to it, but not entirely. I, I still get very nervous doing it, to be perfectly honest. Uh, so that first time, I had all sorts of problems. They, Lulu has very specific uh, fonts they want you to use to make uh, converting to an EPUB or a Mobi easier. They want you to format headings in a certain way so that they can create a TOC, table of contents. There's all these little things that I, I had to learn uh, that they wanted and then implement them. And so I did that. And then it also turned out, oddly enough, that there was a bug. I, I, I have a nook and uh, I later bought a fire, but I had a nook at the time. And so I took the nook and I tried to download my file and test it out and the cover didn't show up. So there was a bug there. I emailed Lou. I mean, I was pretty <laughs> nervous. It felt like walking into a room without any clothes on, to be honest, in a way. And so I finally went through that process. I did at some point upload the wrong uh, copy of the manuscript. There were, there were more errors in it. Anyway, it was 
pardon the word, a clusterfuck um, in a way. <laughs> but it was also very enlightening. And when it was all said and done and you sit back and you wipe your brow and you think, wow, I've, I've done this. But you don't expect much. That doesn't mean that you don't log in and check Lulu regularly. <laughs> it just doesn't mean that. And so I, I understood the cadence of when they started reporting earnings. And so I, I, I began checking. And I would get a little trickle here and there. I have a book sold or book sold. But it's it leaves you on pins and needles. Uh, I can't quite describe the feeling if you've never experienced it. You you you're afraid to step into that sphere again to open that web page to see if you sold any books, to check your reviews, but at the same time, God, there's this itch there. So at some, I think it was about two weeks after I published it, for whatever reason, Australia decided that they had to download the book. And so in about a three-week period, I made around $2,000, which is insane. Indie publishers generally don't do that. I didn't know what to expect. I, I remember it was like a Friday night. I was sitting across from Mr. Man, and it was, it was later in the afternoon, early evening. We were just about to go have supper or something and I checked my revenue and I slapped the table and said holy shit or something like that and he freaked out he said what's wrong and I showed him and I had sold in one day something like 99 copies of the book and I I I mean that was a crazy weekend for me and the next day I sold like 150 I don't know to this day because the metrics are just very baseline. I have no idea what it was. I have no idea how people found that book. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I thought, wow, I, I, I also got some decent reviews on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And I, I thought to myself, well, I, I guess maybe people like the story. Maybe they can relate to Liliana's insecurities. Maybe they can relate to her self-doubt. Maybe they can relate to her journey of wondering, am I worthy of this relationship? Do I really, is this what I want? I, I, this, I think this is what I want, but now that I'm faced with it, do I, what do I, what, what am I, what am I getting myself into? And maybe that's what resonated with people. I don't know. Um, I've had some feedback on that, more detailed feedback. I've actually made friends with some of my reviewers and it's been an interesting, uh, it's been an interesting trip. So anyway, so my writing style is also unconventional, which has been both a negative and positive. And at some point, I'll, I'll delve a little bit more into why I write the way I do, uh, why I choose to be third person present in most of my novels. Uh, but for now, let's just say some people liked it, some people didn't. Uh, some people complain in third person. You can't easily tell who's speaking. Uh, there are cues for that. Uh, but I, I think that the market for romance and erotica is so saturated with first person that perhaps people have become uh, a little less sensitive and no don't notice as well those cues but for some people it was it, it worked uh, there's a lot of benefits to it anyway one thing you don't need to jump between characters and try to find a voice uh, it doesn't to me it's not really believable uh, anyway when you have two people speaking one's male one's female completely different backgrounds and the way they think and speak sounds very similar similar rather it's not very convincing to me and there's a lot of 
leeway that you have when you do third person. You can show other action that is outside the sphere of the two main characters. Anyway, I, I won't delve too much into that right now. But uh, anyway, uh, so I that was my start of it. And I had already begun book two because I thought, well, you know, if this doesn't work out, I wanted to leave book one where it wasn't a terrible ending, where it didn't feel like a cliffhanger. Okay, they had a nice time in the islands off Scotland and it was warm, but it's not as if you see a car coming from the other direction and it's swerving into your lane and then lights out, read book two. So I, I, I knew I didn't leave it like that. And when I published it, I thought, well... If I chicken out, if people don't like it, if it never amounts to anything, at least I haven't committed this horrible faux pas of leaving people in the lurch wondering what the heck is going going to happen with this book. So that's how my journey being an author started. <laughs> uh, and it's been a crazy, interesting ride. The first month was not the most I've made in one month writing, uh, selling books. And the whole process is, is kind of mysterious in a way to, to figure out uh, keywords and marketing, advertising, uh, what do you want to do, uh, what the writing community is about. It's definitely a learning experience. Uh, so here you are. Here I am. And uh, this is the end, I think, of my first... Uh, blog, my first uh, discussion about writing. Um, I may turn this into a vlog at some point and post videos. Uh, we'll see how this goes. We'll see how I feel about this. Uh, but thank you for tuning in and listening. And I'll try to post something again soon. And I wish you well and be safe. This is Holly out. <laughs>